Nehemiah 85 says, when Ezra opened the book, all the people stood up. My brothers and my sisters, there's a word that is written in the Bible book of John, the eighth chapter and the 36th verse. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. If the Son, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free. Yeah, we, we talking about 4th of July. We talking about the Emancipation Proclamation. Free, free. I, I stopped by here this morning to tell you, if the sun makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I wish you'd just turn around to somebody and just to say to them, anybody, July 4th, July 4th might be, might be the, nation's the nation's day of freedom. Day of freedom. But my day of freedom, of freedom was when Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ made me free. Made me now now I'm, free I'm free indeed. and my sisters on Tuesday July the 4th we will be celebrating what is known as Independence Day and that is the day of what we call freedom the day celebrating the anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration of Independence in 1776 the 13 colonies agreed to this United States Declaration of Independence. This said that they were free and independent states from Great Britain to the United Kingdom. I just happened to be born in the state of Texas. And instead of July the 4th, uh, we celebrated June 19th. That was really our 4th of July. The Confederacy squeezed two and a half more years of abject slavery upon us until General Gordon Granger delivered to us the good news on June 19, 1865. 
2,000 beautiful Union soldiers pounced on Galveston, Texas with the Emancipation Proclamation. But be that as it may, Tuesday is the day when across the country we call this the day of freedom. But as the old preacher used to say, I stopped by here this morning to tell the whole truth, to tell the world that real freedom is found only in Jesus Christ. You and I, my brothers and my sisters, are never truly free until Jesus Christ makes us free. The dictionary defines the word freedom as the power to uh, 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 the power or right to act, to speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. It is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. It is a state of being physically unrestricted. But all around us, and even we ourselves, find ourselves enslaved and beholden to some sin, some vice, some constraint. Now I know that there are a whole lot of us that are out there and we boast about being a, all that in a big bag of chips. Some of us, you know, have never done anything wrong, never committed a sin, never made a mistake. We think we are free. But let me tell you, all of us carry some baggage without Christ. We're in a struggle. This is something of what the Apostle Paul was trying to tell us. When he said in Romans 7, 19, he said, For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I find myself doing. Now if I knew, do that I would not, it is more, no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Then he says, I find then a law, that when I would do good, evil is always present. I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law warring in my members against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. And this is what he concludes, oh, wretched man that I am and him alone. I, will, I wish I had some help in here. This is the reason why the apostle Paul hurried up and said, I thank God. Y'all don't hear me. He said, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. You've heard that phrase in 1 Corinthians 15, 22. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ shall all be made alive. Jesus, y'all, is a life changer. Let me say that again. Jesus Christ is a life changer. Did you hear what I said? I said that Jesus Christ is a life changer. We sing that song all the time about Jesus changing lives. It's the truth this time. He will, somebody know, pick you up, turn you around, set your feet on solid ground. Somebody here know what I'm talking about. In his time, I said, 
in his time and in his way, on his way, he will pick you up. Somebody here this morning can testify that he sure enough picked me up and turned me around. I used to be out there with others. I used to be out there with them, but the Lord picked me up, turned me around, set my feet on solid ground. Come here, Psalm 10 and 2. Let the redeemed. Anybody redeemed here this morning? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those whom he has rescued from the hand of the enemy. Oh, don't deny it. Don't be shy. Don't be ashamed of the power of God. He's able, y'all. And he's willing. And he's ready to help you. Won't he do it? Let me challenge you this morning. If the Lord has brought you out of darkness. I said if the Lord has brought you out of darkness. And put you into the marvelous light of his marvelous grace. Nobody should have to push you to say thank you. Nobody should have to push you to say gratitude. Gratitude ought to constrain you to say thank you over and over again. Let me tell you, whether we know or not, whether we recognize it or not, whether we realize it or not, we are caught up in the bind of instability to be free. Paul said, every time I want to be free, the devil keeps nagging. The devil has an agenda, y'all. My brother and my sister, every sincere and true child of God has an eternal enemy in trying to be fully free. You've seen that sign, especially during wartime, that says, Uncle Sam wants you. Well, in life and in living, the devil wants you. 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeketh whom he may devour. And believe me, that devil will not let you alone. He will haunt you. He will stalk you. He will swallow you up. He will devour you. Until you resist him, he will not let you alone. You have to got to resist. Tell him, get thee behind me, Satan. That is the time and moment of your life when we need some divine help. That's the time in our lives when we need some divine help from glory. Here it is. In John 8, 36, he said, if the Son, <clears throat> hello somebody, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. That is indeed the mission of Jesus Christ. You heard him say in John 10, 10, I came that you might have life, and that you might have life in abundance. The freedom to live and the freedom to live in abundance is found only in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Sin is the transgression of the law. And 1 John 3 and 4 says, whosoever committed sin transgresses also against the laws of God. For sin is the transgression of the law. And Adam and Eve, you remember, brought sin into the world. And thereby spiritual sin entered and, and, and death was placed on all of us. That's why Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Both sin and death came by Adam's sin. 
disobedience and transgression. So the truth is that every time you sin, you become a slave and servant of sin. That is exactly what you and I were a long time ago. You and I were prisoners held under the bondage of sin. We were held captive by the impulse of our sin. We were slaves to the instinct of our sin. We had no power to overcome the influence of sin. Sin was our ruler. Sin held us captive. In our days of living before Christ came in, whatever sin wanted, that's what sin got. This doesn't mean you're out there living a wild lifestyle, though it could. It simply means that the primary authority in your life was your sinful nature. It was in control. In Romans 6, Paul refers to sin as your master. However, when you were born again, something beautiful happened. Can I get a witness here this morning? I said, when you were born again, something beautiful happened. You got a new master. God gave you a new nature. And more importantly, filled you with his Holy Spirit. So now you're no longer under the control of your sinful nature. You have been set free. Paul summed it up well in 2 Corinthians 3.17. He said, now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is true freedom. So you can say this morning, free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. I'm free at last. You've been set free. Jesus has set you free. In him we have forgiveness. Sin, shame, and guilt have been gifted with the rich red blood of Jesus Christ. So thank God sin does not have the last word. Jesus has the last word. But oh, thank God that it's not the end of the story. The next part of this scenario and paradigm is that Jesus is the payment. Can I get a witness here? Jesus is the propitiation for your sin. That means that Jesus Christ is the one who paid for us to be saved. That means that Jesus Christ gifted us with his salvation. So we can say again, the wages of sin is death. But we can also add that gracious response. But the gift of God. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. The gift of God. Is eternal life. That means that Jesus' suffering, death, burial, and resurrection paid the price for our salvation. Now we are not only free, but we are free indeed. The debt has been paid. Now you and I, as born again children of God, can live in true freedom, live in abundance of God's amazing grace. No, no, He didn't have to do it. But thank God he did. He did not have to do it, but he did it anyway. So every now and then, I like to get all by myself. All by myself in the solitude and set of myself, help me Holy Ghost. I like to get by myself and say, Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it. Come on, help me, somebody. He washed it. That's why this snow. Ain't you glad that he paid the whole bill? 
Aren't you glad that he didn't put a down payment on it? Aren't you glad that he paid the whole bill? He paid the whole bill. And because Jesus paid it all, we are free in the liberty and freedom of Jesus Christ. Galatians 5.1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty that means the freedom that you now enjoy in Christ. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty that which Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Let me try to bring this message home to y'all. You remember the young man who thought that being at home with his father was tantamount to slavery. And he wanted to be entirely free. He wanted this freedom. So one day he was, got to feeling himself. You know how these children get so, they get so big, big and bad and they start feeling themselves. That young man began to feel himself. You, you, you know how that is. And he came to his father and he said to him, I want my share. What you talking about, boy, your share. I want my share of your estate now before you die. Give me what belong to me. So his father looked at him and agreed to divide his wealth between his son. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there, the Bible says he began to waste all his money in wild and riotous living. He had a whole lot of friends when he had a whole lot of money. But when the money went down, the friend went away. About that time, his money ran out. And a great famine swept over the land. And he began to starve. And then he went to a farmer. And he persuaded the local farmer to hire him. The man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the part he was feeding the pig began to look good to him. And the Bible said that no one, but no one, gave him anything. Well, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, wait a minute, look at me. Wait a minute, I'm out here hungry. Back at home, the hired servants have food enough to spare. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And here I am dying of hunger. He said, I know what I'm gonna do. I know what I'm gonna do. I see freedom around the corner now. I know what I'm gonna do. I will go home and tell my father, Father, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me as your hired servant. Check this out. So he returned home to his father. But wait a minute. While he was still a long way off, ain't God good? While he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to his to servants, Hurry up, hurry up, quick. Break me the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and put sandals on his feet. And go out and kill the fatted calf that we've been fattening for a long time. We, we got to, we must celebrate with a feast. It's party time. 
for this son of mine was dead, was dead, but now I had returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. That's what Jesus is saying to us today. That's what Jesus is saying to you today. Jesus Christ is saying to you, you want your freedom? Hear Jesus Christ saying, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come on, help me somebody. Oh, my brother and my sister, fake freedom is all around us. Fake freedom is in drugs. Fake freedom is in alcohol. Fake freedom is in the other lifestyle. But help me, Holy Ghost. True freedom, true freedom comes at the cross. I heard somebody say something like that this morning. True freedom comes at the cross. At the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. Now I'm happy all the day. Now I'm happy. Now I'm free. Let me say it again. Jesus paid it all. Oh, to him I owe. He didn't quite wash it, y'all. He washed it white as snow. Let me tell you that he suffered. He died and was buried in Joe the new tomb. But thank God that wasn't the end of the story. Somebody help me say early. Somebody help me say early. Sunday morning. He got up. Oh, hallelujah this morning. I want to let y'all alone now. The prodigal son had to go to the hall pen to realize and discover what he had at home. He had true freedom at home. Freedom is not when you are footloose and fancy free. Freedom is not when you are footloose and fancy free. Freedom is being free in the liberty of Jesus Christ our Savior. The poet had it right when he said, I came to Jesus as I was, weary, worn, and sad. But I found, come on now, in him a resting place. And he has, I say he has, made me glad. Can I get a witness here? Did you hear me? I say he has made me glad let, let me tell you something i don't i don't i don't know well wait a minute mark i don't know i don't think sometimes that we really know how glad we really ought to be i don't think sometimes we are glad enough can i get a witness here did you hear me i said i don't think we are glad enough i sometimes think that we as believers don't really know what we have in jesus christ let me help you out this morning. Freedom is just the first tear of the blessings of Jesus Christ. In your freedom, Jesus is a friend that sticks closer to the brother, brother. In your freedom, 
He's more loving than a mother. In your freedom, he's a way maker. A way out of no way. A way where no way can be found. In your freedom, he's a storm quieter and a food provider. Help me somebody. In your freedom, he's a doctor in a sick room. In your freedom, he's the best lawyer in a courtroom. Somebody here know what I'm talking about. In your freedom, he life in dark places. Help for the helpless. Hope for the hopeless. In your freedom, he's the wellspring of wisdom. A doorway of deliverance. In your freedom, he's the pathway to peace. A roadway of righteousness. In your freedom, he's the highway of holiness. The gateway to glory. In your freedom, he's the leading post. In your freedom, he's a strong tower. In your freedom, Hallelujah. You can lean on him. I'm leaning. I'm leaning and depending on Jesus. I want to sit down now. I want to sit down now. But, but before I go, before I go, before I go, hallelujah. Praise God. I got to tell, I got to tell you what he is to me before I go let me tell you what he is to me I don't know about you but for me he's my joy I say he's my joy in sorrow hope for tomorrow he's my lamb that taking away the sin of the world he's my light in dark places he's a rock in a weary land shelter in the time of storm he's my role of sharon lily of the valley bright and morning star he's my way maker my storm quieter my food provider hallelujah Hallelujah. I think I'll stop by here to ask you, would you be free? Would you be free from the burden of sin? That power, power, power in the blood. That power, power, wonder-working power. The doors of the church are open. Doors of the church are open. I'm glad to tell you, he's my refuge. He's my strength. He's my high tower. He's my strong deliverer. He's my walking cane. He's my strength when I'm weak. He's my help when I'm helpless. Let me tell you, you ought to come to him. Right now.